Oh hello everyone bookworms uh, so today i'm going to read from you an excerpt uh, from this uh, very insightful very thought provoking uh, kind of a long essay you can call it uh, by william morris who was uh, a british textile designer but he was also a poet artist novelist printer translator and social activist and uh, he lived between 1834 1896 and this came out in uh 1891 and i came upon this particular text some years ago and i found it very striking and uh, i guess penguin has a special edition where they bring out this particular great reads or something classics uh i think it would go on to only 50 60 pages on in a book uh, but it's uh, pretty striking that way so here is a book excerpt i will see how much i can i can read uh so what william morris wrote here uh, and was titled as uh, useful work versus useless toil so that's the subject of the text that i'm going to read out today so way back in <laughs> written way back in 1891 but uh, i thought still relevant so and it's been something to go back to this text and uh, kind of understand and uh, try to kind of introspect on what exactly is work and what exactly is toil toil and how can we why should we avoid toil and what do we expect from work i think there's a whole thing whole need to rethink on that individually so here it is so an excerpt from useful work versus useless toil by william morris written way back remember in 1891 and it still counts so think how much a uh, work or the works workplace or jobs have changed uh, over the hundred and more years so here it is useful work versus useless toil the above title may strike some of my readers as strange it is assumed by most people nowadays that all work is useful and by most uh, well to do people that all work is desirable most people well to do or not believe that even when a man is doing work which appears to be useless he is earning his livelihood by it he is employed as the phrase goes and most of those who are well to do cheer on the happy worker with congratulations and praises if he if he is only industrious double quotes uh, if he is only industrious enough and deprives himself of all pleasure and holidays in the sacred cause of labor in short it has become an article of the creed of modern morality that all labor is good in itself a convenient belief to those who live on the labor of others but as to those on whom they live i recommend them not to take it on trust but to look into the matter a little deeper let us grant first that the race of man must either labor or perish nature gives us absolutely nothing gratis we must win it by toil of some sort or degree let us see then if she does not give us some compensation for this compulsion to labor since certainly in other matters she takes care to make the acts necessary to the continuance of life in the individual and the race not only endurable but even pleasurable yet first we must say in the teeth of the hypocritical praise of all labor who 
whatsoever it may be of which i have made mention that uh, there is some labor which is so far from being a blessing that it is a curse that it would be better for the community and for the worker if the latter were to fold his hands and refuse to work and either die or let us pack him off to the workhouse or prison which you will here you see are two kinds of work one good the other bad one not far removed from a blessing a lightening of life the other a mere curse a burden to life what is the difference between them then this one has hope in it the other has not it is mainly to do with the one kind of work and uh, mainly also to refuse to do the other what is the nature of the hope which when it is present in work makes it worth doing it is threefold i think the hope of rest hope of product hope of pleasure in the work itself and hope of these also in some abundance and of good quality rest enough and good enough to be worth having product worth having by one who is neither a fool nor an ascetic pleasure enough for all for us to be conscious of it while we are at work not a mere habit the loss of which we shall feel as a fidgety man feels the loss of a bit of the string he fidgets with i have put the hope of rest first because it is the simplest and most natural of our hope whatever pleasure there is in some work there is certainly some pain in all work the beast like pain of stirring up our slumbering energies to action the beast like dread of change when things are pretty well with us and the compensation for this animal pain is animal rest we must feel while we are working that the time will come when we shall not have to work also the rest when it comes must be long enough to allow us to enjoy it it must be longer than is merely necessary for us to le- recover the strength we have expended in working and it must be animal rest also in this that it must not be disturbed by anxiety else we shall not be able to enjoy it if we have this amount and keep keep uh, if we have this amount and kind of rest we shall so far be no worse off than the beasts as to the hope of product i have said that nature compels us to work for that it remains for us to look to it that we do really produce something and not nothing or at least nothing that we want or are allowed to use if we look to this and use our wills we shall so far be better than machines the hope of pleasure in the work itself how strange that hope must seem to most of my readers to some of my readers to most of them yet i think that i'll read that sentence again the hope of pleasure in the work itself how strange that hope must seem to some of my readers to most of my most of them yet i think that to all living things there is a pleasure in the exercise of their energies and that even beasts rejoice in being lithe and swift and strong but a man at work making something which he feels exist because he is working on it and wills it is exercising the energies of his mind and soul as well as of the body memory and imagination help him as he works 
not only his own thoughts but the thoughts of the men of past ages guide his hands and uh, as a part of the human race he creates if we work thus we shall be men and our days shall be happy and eventful thus worthy work carries with it the hope of pleasure in rest the hope of the pleasure in our using what is what it makes and the hope of pleasure in our daily creative skill all other work but uh, this is worthless it is slaves it is slaves work mere toiling to live that we may live to toil therefore since we have as it were a pair of scales in which to weigh the work now done in the world let us use them let us estimate the worthiness of the work we do after we after so many thousand years of toil so many promises of hope deferred such boundless exultation over the progress of civilization and the gain of liberty now the first thing as to the work done in civilization and the easiest to notice is that it is portioned out very unequally among the different classes of society first there are people not a few who do no work and make no pretense of doing any next there are people and very many of them who work fairly hard though not uh, though with abundant easements and holidays claimed and allowed and lastly there are people who work so hard that they may said to be do said to do nothing else than work and are accordingly called the working classes as distinguished from the middle classes and the rich or aristocracy as whom i have mentioned above it is clear that this inequality presses heavily upon the working class and must visibly tend to destroy their hope of rest at least and so in that particular make them worse off than mere beasts of the field but uh, that is not the sum and end of our folly of turning useful work into useless toil but only the beginning of it for first as to the class of rich people doing no work we all know that they consume a great deal while they produce nothing therefore clearly they have to be kept at the expense of those who do not do work just as paupers have or and are a mere burden on the community in these days there are many who have learned to see this though they can see ne- see no further into the evils of our present system and have formed an no idea of any scheme for getting rid of this burden though perhaps they have a vague hope that changes in the system of voting for members of the house of commons may as if by magic tend in that direction with such hopes or superstitions we need ne- not trouble ourselves moreover this class once thought most necessary to the state is scant of numbers and has now no power of its own but depends on the support of the class next below it the middle class in fact it is really composed either of the most successful men of that class or of their immediate descendants as to the middle class including the trading manufacturing and professional people of a society they do as a rule seem to work quite hard enough and so at first sight might be thought to help the community and not burden it but uh, by far the greater part of them though they work do not produce and even when they do produce as in the case of those engaged uh, wastefully indeed in the distribution of goods or doctors or genuine artists and literally men they consume out of all proportion of their due share 
the commercial and manufacturing part of it uh, so this goes on and goes on and uh, i think it's uh, pretty insightful and uh, i have kind of read it in one sweep i'm quite surprised that i read it in one sweep and didn't stop so that was an excerpt from the opening lines of uh, useful work versus useless toil by william morris i think a uh, penguin or uh, vintage has an edition uh, which contains the entire text and if you uh kind of like reading on the cell phone or the laptop or uh, i think there are the ebook the complete ebook uh, of this work by william morris very insightful work by william morris on the nature of work and what should be the nature of work and why need we need to reflect on work uh it's out there on the internet also in pdf format the entire text so that was uh, you were listening to movies music books etc by sneet kumla and that was a book excerpt uh, from uh, william morris uh, the essay by william morris written in 1891 and still shockingly relevant useful work versus useless toil so on that note uh, happy sunday to you and happy living and happy reading thank you oh yeah and do listen to other podcasts that i do here uh, on my channel which is called movies music books etc by sneet kumla thank you